No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before we get to this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, I'd like to acknowledge Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's important that we start circling back, and I hate to use that term because of Jen Psaki. I mean no disrespect by using it. But we need to circle back to the teachings of Dr. Martin Luther King. We have gotten to a point where we are judging people. Our society is judging people by the color of their skin, especially on the caustic left. They have completely abandoned Martin Luther King Jr.'s teachings and abdicated their fidelity to the civil rights movement. All they do is judge people by their skin color today, and it is reprehensible. Critical race theory is racism. And I know that people on the left would call me a racist for saying that. But the fact is, they are the racists. They're judging people because of the color of their skin without even knowing them, without even caring to know about them. And they compound it by saying the sins of several generations past stain people today and will always stain people in the future. That's ridiculous. So in commemoration of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, I'm asking you to start pushing back on these idiots and opportunists who are trying to use race to further their own selfish needs, desires, and agendas. And I'm going to play a portion of the I Have a Dream speech that we should all remember and return to when we talk about race in the United States. We have more in common than we have indifference, and we were well on our way to being healed before the Obama administration. I blame today's contemporary fascist left for rekindling the divisions of racism in the United States, and they're doing it all to advance an agenda. So please listen to these words, take them to heart, and let's start acting on them again like we did before the fascist left came to power and divided us once again. This nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children 
will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. And every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is a faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith. We will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee, sweet land of liberty of thee I sing, land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside, let freedom ring, and if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spirit. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Joining us right now, uh, I think he may be in the frozen tundra since he just told me he's up in Chicago. But joining us right now, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Mr. Captain. Yay. And they are not going to stand out there very long. Boop, there they go. See? It's cold yeah, out there for these folks down they, here. They don't know nothing. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I've been watching the weather, and I, I know what I know, and I know where it's coming. 
uh, from going through. Now, you're kind of in a window up there where you're at because everything looks like it's north of you, which is good. Yeah, you got to cross your fingers these days when uh, when winter's winter's afoot. But I know in the Panhandle, it's in the teens. Yep. Uh, where I am up in Chicago, it's it's actually a little bit warmer. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. but that'll that'll change in about an hour. And Richard Daly's rolling over in his grave right now, going, "I told you, I told you." <laughs> well, that's just because of Lori Lightfoot. Okay, well, uh, okay, gotcha. Well, you know, I, I got to tell you. You got to give it to Kevin McCarthy. He is playing his A game right the way I thought he might, and you might too, for that matter. But he believes the Democrats are going to agree to cap government spending to avoid a U.S. debt default. He wants to discuss the idea with President Joe Biden. Now, Republicans are now in control of the House, of course, and they've threatened to use the debt ceiling as leverage to demand spending cuts from Biden's Democrats. So uh, they happen, by the way, to control the U.S. Senate. So what's going to happen here? Are we going to have a confrontation again? Well, there has to be a constant confrontation. The Democrats have never indicated that they want to pull back from spending. They've been spending at historic levels ever since Biden took office. I mean, ridiculously re- record levels. So McCarthy is going to have to be in this confrontation mode if they want anything done all the time and when it comes to this i know they passed a resolution passed a bill mm-hmm. to defund the eighty-seven thousand irs agent funding for the eighty-seven thousand irs agents yep but he's going to have to tack this onto that because the senate will never do anything about it biden will veto it even if the senate did so when you have opportunities like this you've got to attach everything that you want to reverse to it and that means confrontation all the time for the next two years because we don't control the Senate. We want something. We have got to hold leverage wherever we can. So anything they want, like like the debt ceiling, anything they want, more spending for, let's say, Ukraine, anything they want, we have to attach things to that give pain to their agenda. This is a perfect example. So. We really shouldn't crow for the next two years. We've mm-hmm. got our work cut out for us just to tread water. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm glad he's doing this, but he's got to keep it up 100% of the time. A lot of people are not aware of the fact that George Soros is playing a <laughs> very large part in what's going on right now in America. They don't believe this stuff, but George Soros is not just giving money to Democrats. He's giving money to people on the Dem- on the Republican side of the aisle, too. Everybody wants to believe that he's a Democrat. But does he vote Democrat in the United States elections? Yeah, he does. Of course he does. But he's got an agenda. And the agenda is a globalist agenda. And whether you like to believe it or not, we've got globalists on the right side of the aisle. They may be wearing the GOP colors, but they want to advance a globalist ideology. They believe in this globalist, this globalist kind of melding of everything. So, of course, he gives money to people on the right side of the aisle. All righty, hold that thought, my friend. Folks, you're coming right back with more with Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. He's live on location up there in Chicago, basking in the warmth. We're down here freezing. <laughs> I'll be right back. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, 
I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. All righty, thank you very much, Frank Sabato. Before we get back to uh, him up in Chicago, we will remind you that uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Moss Family Automotive which means Moss Nissan. That's Moss spelled M-E-U-S, MossNissan.com. Check them out on their website and find out what the You Serve, You Save program is all about. All right, Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com is back with us. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, it depends on what neighborhood you're in. <laughs> yeah, I can see, let's see, I can see clearly now the fog is gone or the rain is gone or whatever it is, but anyway. I can see clearly now. Uh, so let's uh, let's move on back here to Joe Biden, who went to the Ebenezer Baptist Church to speak during a service honoring Dr. Martin Luther King. Now, of course, today is Martin Luther King's birthday, and uh, a lot of people alive today, the younger kids, they don't even know what it's all about. Uh, yeah. not, not sure they'll be told what it's about. You never know. But uh uh, Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King was a good man. It's a shame he died way too young. He was a good man. He meant well. He had some great ideas. And had he had stayed alive, I don't think we would have had half the problems we had today. No, probably not. But, you know, the the key thing that he said in a, in a speech that everybody should listen to today, it's not that long, and it's, a, and it's a landmark speech, is that we should be judging people by the content of their character instead of the color of their skin. That's right. And and that is that is something that was pounded into our heads when we were in school. Yeah. And and especially during the during the sixties and the early seventies. And the, the fact that we have moved away from that with race baiting zealots um with their ideology coming out of the out of academia of all places that uh, that are pushing critical race theory. It's a slap in the face to what that man did, yep. which was to spearhead the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. You know, right up, right up until, and and I, you know, this is the obvious part about it. Right up until the Obama administration, the races were 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 melding off of what Martin Luther King taught and preached. Right until Obama. Nobody was saying that there was a systemic racism problem here in the United States. Mm-hmm. As soon as we got our first 
half-black president, all of a sudden racism was as bad as it was going all the way back to the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And now that we've got Joe Biden in office, you would think that slave ships were running from Africa again. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to Dr. Martin Luther King. Let's stop with all this race-baiting BS that these opportunistic race hustlers are peddling. Mm -hmm. And let's look at looking at people for the content of their character and not the color of their skin, whether you're trying to capitalize off of it or not. Mm -hmm. Because that's not cool. It really isn't. Well, Ebenezer Baptist Church is the church that Martin Luther King used to preach at, but now Senator Raphael Warnock is the pastor. And the church has, was embroiled recently in a rent scandal during the uh, midterm election campaign. And uh, that just didn't seem to stop Biden from going. But Biden gave remarks honoring Martin Luther King. Um, and then Biden being Biden, he wasn't able to speak without lying to the audience. He had largely... Uh, a black audience, so naturally he pulled out his old lie about being involved in the civil rights movement and marching the streets with with uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King in Selma, Alabama. That's just egregious. Yep. I mean, Biden's known for the gaffes that he makes, but this bald-faced lie mm-hmm. really can't be allowed to stand because this is the kind of opportunistic BS that really does kind of create a divide between the races. People who remember the civil rights movement, it's an insult to, to what people did when, if they were active in the civil rights movement to claim that you were there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like saying, well, I was also, I was with Neil Armstrong when we stepped out of the lunar lander onto the moon. That's yeah. how egregious this is because it took a lot of courage to march in Selma. You literally were marking yourself for action against you by the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. And then they weren't messing around back then. So to say things like that, to inflame a divide just because you want to aggrandize yourself, that's the lowest you can get when it comes to race baiting. That's worse than Warnock, who was actually into the CRT BS. Yep. So Biden, his own people should be calling him out about this. It, it, it's one thing to tolerate his embellishments, and this has been going on his entire political career. Correct. He's got fidelity to the truth like a, a shyster used car salesman, and that's an insult to used car salesman. Yep. We've got to start. He's the president of the United States. Enough. Just well, enough. And Democrats, you should be embarrassed by this. Before I go to the telephone call, I'm going to make mention of one fact. In the military, in a combat situation, we could have cared less who, who was standing yeah. beside us, whether they were red, pink, green, whatever they were, as long as when we all got got out of the ambush situation we were into, which happened a lot, that we were all still had toes and fingers and were alive and weren't bleeding. Um, and I didn't care. None of us cared. So let's go to the, the caller here. Here's, here's, here's yeah. the bottom line. If you're looking at someone and judging them because of the color of the skin, you're an ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's go to the caller right here and find out what the caller wants. Good morning, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. This is uh, Eric. Hey, um, well, thanks for taking my call, uh, sir. Uh, real quick, one, one statement regarding uh, the Obama administration. Uh, back in 2013, that was the 50th anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech, and there were crickets coming out of the administration 
during that. I was raised. There I'm are sure today. There are today. Right. I, I'm sure there are other people just like myself grew up in a home. It was always content of character, not color of skin. And uh, with that said, uh, this question is for Frank. I have my opinion, um, but I'll leave it up to Frank to, to this question. Last July, the Biden administration shifted its foreign policy publicly to focus on racial equity and diversity. Last week, uh, Secretary Blinken met with people in Canada affirming their, their uh, commitment. And it was, it was one step below a treaty that was signed that said they're going to focus their business models and uh, government uh, inter, inter, uh, intergovernment cooperation on racial equity and div- and diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to focus on. Now, President Biden just came out of Mexico meeting with, you know, the three amigos down there, so to speak, and they signed a joint statement, the right. Declaration right. of North Let's America. Let's let Frank answer because he's got less than a minute. Well, how, folks, considering everything that's going on and with, you know, the, the Martin Luther King day to day, I just give his opinion. Right. Frank says, Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. OK, go ahead, Frank. It's, it's the continuation of the balkanization of the, of the United States and it's expanding it into North America completely. Mm-hmm. Whenever you talk about the, whenever Democrats or the Biden administration talks about racial diversity and inclusion and things like that, they're dividing up the people into different demographics. And when you can successfully divide the people up in the different demographics, Mm -hmm. you can cobble together coalitions to achieve 51% during elections. That's the only reason the left continues to divide the country today Mm -hmm. is to be able to cobble together enough votes to always maintain power. If they can use the, the political rhetoric to inflame 51% of their side in anger or fear, they win. All right, my friend, here comes the music in my ear. I'll let you go, and we will talk to you again on Friday morning. Stay low, everyone. All right, Frank Salato, guest, undergroundusa.com. Check it out. Find out what he's all about. You're going to like it. I'll be right back. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. And if you can leave a comment or a rating on the platform you listen to us on, please do. And sign up for our Substack over at undergroundusa.com. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. When we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spirit. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.